This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. That time may change me, but I. 
Hello and welcome to the Sparkly Show for another week. My name is Dr. Glam. Delighted to be with you. The wonderful David Bowie kicked the show off. Nothing new there, regular listeners. In 2013, Rolling Stone magazine, who know a thing or two, voted Life on Mars as David's best song. Coming in at number 10, which is still a pretty healthy place when you think of all the songs David Bowie wrote. Coming in at number 10 was indeed Changes. Today's show is about changes. Changes brought about through the wonder of the performing arts. If there's one thing that's great about us humans, and okay, (laughs) there's a lot of things that might not be great about us, but if there's one thing that's great is that I think in general it's fair to say we do strive to improve ourselves and better our lot leave the world a better place than when we entered it, all that kind of thing. Motivational, self-empowerment kind of books are one of the biggest genres in the book trade. You go into UBS or any bookshop and you'll find a plethora, yes indeed, a plethora of titles on motivation, self-empowerment, etc. And I think that's um, testament to the fact that we do indeed as a species, try to improve ourselves. Does that mean that we're a dissatisfied lot and we're always striving for more? I'm not sure that it does. I think we just want to understand about the world and try and be the best version of ourselves that we can be. As you know, I am a performing arts lecturer at the university and for me the performing arts has been the key to personal growth and change. And I've often said, you know, if the world could... uh, sort out its problems (laughs) through the performing arts instead of picking up guns, wouldn't we be in a much better place? Music for me has been the absolute joy of my life. I'm going to play a few random songs today that have meant something to me, and in between times I'm going to be talking a little about a book that I've discovered quite recently by Jen Sincero. The book is called You Are a Badass, (laughs) And I'm not sure that I really like the title, to be honest, because I don't consider myself a badass. But I did find lots in this book, or with an English accent, a badass. I'm not sure um, I really consider myself to be one of those. But anyway, I like what comes after the colon. That is, how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. That is what we all want, is it not? Anyway, like I said, I'm going to pepper the show with songs from my past. And here's one, an early one that I very quickly gravitated to as a kid. This is Paper Plane by Status Quo.
I was lucky enough in the mid-1970s to go to six gigs that basically changed the course of my life. Status quo at Carlaw Park in Auckland was one of them. Another one was Lou Reed at the Founders Theatre in Hamilton. Another one at the Founders Theatre in Hamilton that I hesitate to mention, but I will because we didn't know then what we know now, was a Gary Glitter show which was an absolute spectacle, a glam rock spectacle it was. Uh, what's that? That's three. I also saw The Cure, also at Founders Theatre. Founders, Founders Theatre in Hamilton was actually quite good to me. Not much happened in Hamilton back in the day until a touring band came through, and then it was all on. Um, Alice Cooper at Western Springs in Auckland. And, of course, David Bowie, also at Western Springs in Auckland. Six gigs that kind of changed the course of my life. And music became then, for me, my way of understanding the world, of knowing my place in the world, etc. David Bowie was at the forefront, I guess, and um, probably always will be. But all of those very transformative gigs meant an awful lot to me in the day, and I'm very grateful for what music has given me. Okay, so I mentioned I was going to talk about this book, You're a Badass, by Jen Sincero. You know, one of innumerable titles I could have picked off the shelf at UBS, but I picked this one up. It's a number one New York Times bestseller, so surely that's got to say something. Two million copies sold, it says boldly on the cover. So Jen, if I can call her Jen, and I'm sure she wouldn't mind, talks about basically changing your life, which is, of course, what all of these kind of books do. But some of them kind of preach at you, do they not? And some of you, some of them make you feel, if you didn't feel inadequate before, they certainly will make you feel inadequate by the time you finish reading the book. This is not the case with Jen Sincero. She does, however, have a very direct way of talking and a way of kind of slapping you around the face that I really like. After this next song, I'm going to actually read a couple of quotes from the book. First, though, it's back to... Songs that I love. And it's time, is it not, for another David Bowie song. So this is a song from the Low album. 
talk about songs and music that can kind of um, help you make sense of the world. As an angsty teen in the mid-1970s, out of step with everything, seemingly marginalised and alienated by all sorts of things, including quite a decent round of bullying, I've got to say, was it not the most wonderful thing in the world to be able to strap your headphones on and hear a kindred spirit singing to you, yes, David Bowie and the Low album. Low is well named because it was written and recorded at a time when David Bowie was indeed himself quite low. And the way that he expressed his mood through his art and managed to touch so many people through doing that is just amazing. I teach a David Bowie paper at the University of Otago and so often when I ask for a show of hands from the students, so often when I ask, what's your favourite David Bowie album? This album still comes back again and again. It still has resonance. So this is Breaking Glass from Low. such a wonderful person but you've got problems i firmly firmly believe that you know when it comes to problems it's not what life throws at you it's how you deal with it that really matters so let's hear what jen sincero my author of the evening has got to say about such matters one of the biggest things that held me back for many 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 years far more years than it warranted was bullying. I mentioned earlier that I was um, quite bullied in my teens, and it's true, through several years of high school. And I carried that around for so, so long, and I allowed it to have way, way more influence on my life than during the time that it was actually happening. Jen Sincero talks about this a little. She says, We relive our worst moments over and over and over. Instead of letting them go, we pick at the emotional scabs and refuse to let the healing happen and the pain subside. We won't rest until we've made sure someone else feels as badly as they've just made us feel. If I have to suffer my entire life, I will make sure you see how you've wronged me. We cling to the resentment, resentments that take up our brain space 
waste our time, spin us out, keep us angry and depressed, and very often make us physically sick and sometimes even kill us. Because, um, why? asks Jen. Lugging around guilt, shame, resentment, and self-loathing. Um, whatever happened, happened. Sorry, I lost my place. <laughs> whatever happened, happened. Holding on will not change this fact. It will just keep the negative feelings from the past alive, keep you a prisoner to your pain, and lower your frequency. The moment you decide to forgive and let your negative feelings melt away, you are on the road to freedom. It took me decades, and I kind of, <laughs> I very much wish I'd got to that point earlier. It took me decades to actually forgive what had gone on, forgive those bullies. And when I did, it was kind of magical. As Jen Sincero goes on, forgiveness is all about taking care of you, not the person you need to forgive. And that's what I didn't grasp for a very long time. It's about putting your desire to feel good before your desire to be right. It's about taking responsibility for your own happiness instead of pretending it's in someone else's hands. It's about owning your power by giving all your anger, resentment and hurt the heave-ho. I genuinely am grateful for what I went through in my teens now because I so immersed myself in music to escape that it became a wonderful, wonderful career that I wouldn't trade for anything. Good words, Jen Sincero. Let's have another track. This is a song by the wonderful Sparks. Yes, from the 1970s. This town ain't big enough for both of us, which I kind of use as an analogy because I didn't have room anymore for all that resentment and hurt, etc. Um, not if I was going to blossom. And so my brain wasn't big enough for both of us. Thank you. 
Jen Sincero goes on and suggests you look to find compassion. Finding compassion for yourself or someone else who did something so, so, so awful is like pulling a bullet out of your own arm. You may kick and scream and hate it at first, but in the long run, it's the only way to start the real healing. One of the best tricks for doing this is to imagine the person you're resentful of as a little kid. Think of this little person acting out of fear, doing the best they can to protect themselves and attempting to deal with their own suffering in the only way they know how. People act poorly because they are in pain or confused or both. Understanding this and imagining the person who you want to be head as a sweet little innocent child with big puppy dog eyes will help you find compassion for them, which is the key to forgiveness. And the same goes for anything you feel you need to forgive about yourself too. That's actually really good advice. It never occurred to me for a second in all my adult resentment of what had happened to me in my childhood and my teenage years that the perpetrators of all that misery were, you know, just doing the best they could too because who knew what was going on in their lives for them to act like that. It's kind of nice when you get to the point where you can let this stuff go, ladies and gentlemen, but it's real hard to get there as well, I know. Okay, I'm going to finish this sparkly show on a positive note. This is Bob Marley, Three Little Birds. I'll see you soon. Dr. Glam, out.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.